Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another exciting episode of Pop 5, the podcast that has a huge man crush on Idris Elba. <laughs> we sure do. We sure do, don't we? I got a half chub just thinking about it. <laughs> okay, Taylor, calm down. I'm your host, Steve Roselli, alongside Taylor Mitras. All right, guys, we have a pretty big episode today, so we're going to skip the nugs. We got to get into this, Steve. We got a meaty, meaty episode. Let's, let's, go, let's, let's go to winner. Let's go to winner. So guys, if you guys haven't watched the first two episodes of Game of Thrones Season 7, skip ahead for a little bit, because we are going to be spoiling a lot of stuff. Spoilers, I mean it. Hit that 30 second button until we're not talking about it anymore. So how excited were you? When it first when it came out, the first episode. So I, I actually had a little trouble containing myself throughout the day because, you know, I have Sundays off. Yeah. And I wasn't recording that day, so I had to occupy myself for like, you know, like twelve hours. <laughs> it was a long no Sunday thrones. night. And I'm just like, please, just let. It was like I felt like it was a kid on Christmas Eve. Just let it keep. Just let it go faster. I need, I need. Yeah, we haven't had it in two need. years. It's been years. All right. So, first episode, John and Danny arrive at Winterfell. That's right. It um, it mirrors the the Robert Baratheon coming uh, uh to Winterfell in episode one. Yes, it had the same music, same feel. I didn't know that about the music. That the is music. super interesting. Yeah, like their composer is so smart. Oh, before we get into that, yeah. the title screen changed. Oh yes, uh, the yeah the the totally theme forgot. song now where usually it shows which is cool. It it'll change per episode to show where they're gonna be, like if they're gonna be at Winterfell or mm-hmm. King's Lane or whatever. Now it goes into the building. It's going towards. It's at the point of view of the Night King because the wall's down. Right. It starts beyond the wall, and then you go to the last hearth, which is the Umbers. Yes. R.I.P. Yeah, RRP. We said spoilers. And we did say spoilers. Then it goes to Winterfell. Yep. And it goes into the crypts It goes into the crypts. That's going to be a huge plot. Thing. I got theories about yeah. that crypt. And then um, it goes into the King's Landing. Yep. You see that dragon skull, scorpion, mm-hmm. and you see the Iron Throne, and bam. Yeah. That's it. That's all you see. That's all you see. It's cool. It's very cool. But yeah, it, it's it's nice to not have that like thing where it zooms out, and then here's like Marine, and it zooms out, and you're like, here's... All these other places, then I'm like, yeah, let's go, let's go, let's go. All right, so um, uh, you see Arya, she's by the uh, the roadside. Yep, she sees John, doesn't call out. I cried there. I I was like, she is watching. This is the first time she's seen her brother since you know she was 11. Yeah, and um, and she's watching him now, not as the bastard who went to the wall. But as a king returning home, yeah, what what a change! How would you even begin a relationship like that? I don't know, because like last time there were children together, and he was like, "Take the sword with you, don't tell dad," and and now he's like, "I'm well, not king of the north, really." He's anymore. more of the warden of the, the north. warden of the north. Well, like like Ned, Ned was warden of the mm-hmm. north, um, so warden of the north, and uh, you know, also you know. Uh, you know, lead clitoris liquor to the queen. Um, and God, I love <laughs> he bends that knee. You will bend that knee. Neil Clark, whoever you are, come find me in Buffalo. I would, I would, I would bend that knee. Um, I'd bend both knees. 
All right, gang, gang, gang. What are we talking about? <laughs> Boobs. Um, yeah, and and now she is also a faceless assassin. Mm-hmm. So I mean, they're entirely different people from who they were last time they saw each other. Uh, and then she sees um the hound. She kind of gives like, what? He's alive. Look, right, because he was dying the last time she saw him. And then she sees Gendry. Yep. Who she's madly in love with oh they're flirting so hard and gendry doesn't pick it up right yeah because he's a dummy and like she's got those fuck me eyes and he's like i'm making weapons right now i don't have time for some odd reason i was hoping you said i was making waffles right now i'm making waffles right now would you like powdered sugar yes please (laughs) (laughs) it's got that machine where you have to turn it oh god i hope not but then um oh did you love the first words that come out of anyone's mouth was a eunuch joke sure was Tyrion still got it at least your balls aren't freezing off <laughs> to uh Varys I, I was I there was this great moment where it's Varys and Tyrion and Davos all standing on like the parapets and they're looking down at John and Danny as they're like checking over the armory as and, they're like, doing exercises each other and flirting with each other and uh and all three of them are like how do we get these two together Come on, how do we get but this We got to figure it out. And, and Tyrion has a, or Varys has a line of something like, a bunch of dirty old men, just, I don't think they're going to listen to a bunch of old single men about and the, this. And then Tyrion's like, I'm not, I'm not old. Not as old as him, according to Davos. <laughs> Davos just, yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. Davos, he's my man. He's going to sit on the Iron Throne. That's right. I'm joking, he's not. Davos had some real great lines, and not to jump ahead, but it, it not a big difference in episode two mm-hmm. where he's serving out soup and people are like we're not warriors he goes listen i've avoided a fight my entire life and here i am fighting here and, and i was like good for you Tom. yeah good for you man considering he's a pirate he is a pirate uh let's see what else happened um john sees bran they hug and he's like last time i saw you you were just a boy or, no what do you say you're, you're a man now yeah and, and bran's like not yeah i'm like What's that mean? He has a, who's he going to bang? Mira? Is she coming back? I don't think she's coming back. You never know. You never know with Bran. You never he know. He likes to sit there and like, I'm waiting for an old friend. How good... It, what's <laughs> what's nice about even these two episodes is getting people back together, mm-hmm. getting the Hound and Arya, getting these tag teams back together, Jamie and Brienne. Um, you know, he, oh, Bran's not there. I wish he was. Yeah. We um, shit. Um, Arya and the Hound. Yeah, I mean all the all the Stark children. Yeah, this is the, I think that was the first episode that they were all together at Winterfell since episode two. Yeah, absolutely. Because so. John goes off to the Wall, and then Ned goes south and takes Sansa and, and Arya. Takes Sansa and Arya. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, uh, Sansa did not like Danny. No. However, I think I know this is me, but whenever they have that, they have this hard tension, whereas you know. Uh, Sansa's been in charge of Winterfell since John's been gone, and now all of a sudden she has to feed this army, and Winter's coming. She's trying to get these logistics going, and she's just really not into Danny. And they have the stare off, and I'm like, just kiss. Oh, I wish they did kiss. Just kiss. That's, that's like Game of Thrones porn just right there. Kiss. I'd watch that porn. Uh, uh, Game of Bones. It exists. Oh, Game of Bones. Uh, let's see what else happened, Taylor. Um, Theon came back to Winterfell. To defend Winterfell. Yeah, it was in episode two. Yeah. Oh, that was episode two? Theon, yeah. He saved yep. his sister in episode one. Oh, that's right. And uh, that got resolved quick. They were God. like, here, done, got it. We're out. Oh, they killed Mac from uh, All Sunny in episode one. 
from a Mac was in that. Yeah, he got the arrow through his eye. That was Mac. Yeah, and they killed um, Marin Star or Stein from Silicon Valley. Oh yeah, I thought that person looked familiar. Yeah, he died too. Um, yep, that's good. Um, uh, Cersei banged uh, Euron. Yep, gave him what he wanted. He gave, yep. She didn't get her elephants though, and she was very. That upset. was awesome. She's like, I just want those damn elephants. Oh, the Golden Company came. Your Golden Company came in. They're like, sorry, you know, elephants don't travel and then, overseas um, well. You want to talk about Bronn? You said right. Yeah, I want to talk about Bronn. I talk about him, man. So Bronn, um, who's the, the half maester? I don't remember that guy's uh, name. he's Kyburn. Kyburn. He's he's uh the hand Cersei's of the queen. queen uh, hand, and uh, he comes up to Bronn. Gives him a crossbow and he's like, "I want you to fucking, who is he? Kill Tyrion or kill Jaime? Kill, kill the Queen's brothers. Yeah, kill them both." And he's like, "What did he say about the family? This fucking family." He's like, "This fucking family." And she gives him a crossbow because that's what Tyrion used to kill uh, Tywin. Tywin. And he's like, "She's got a sense of humor." Yeah. And he's like, "This fucking family." So Bronn sent north, where I cannot imagine, for all the tea leaves in China, he'd kill his two buddies. Jamie and Tyrion, I doubt he'd do not it for too. all the tea leaves, and no. I mean not for two castles. By the way, Tyrion always says, "Whatever they're paying you, I'll double it. Whatever they're paying you, I'll double it." Mm-hmm. And Jamie was like, "I'm going to get you a castle." You know, there's two castles unoccupied right now. The twins. The twins. I think that's a fan theory that he might get the twins at the I end. I give him the twins. Did you hear the other fan theory about he'd him? Get loaded. What? That he's the last of the Castamere's. Interesting. That's a fan theory somewhere. Because we don't know where he comes from. They just meet him in a tavern. He's a sellsword. Yeah. He's a mercenary. So um, that'd be a, that'd be a crazy fucking twist. Though, he's gonna be in Amazon's Dark Tower. Series. Yes, that should be pretty good. Right. Oh, do you like the part where um, Kyburn like well same scene but he interrupts him <laughs> at the whorehouse. Oh yeah, we, yeah. Bronn was enjoying it with three young ladies. Yeah, and they kept talking about the uh, the loot train. Yeah, and someone got their face melted off. Did you catch the one thing during that? They were talking about Ed Sheen's character. That's who they were talking about? I guess he got his eyelids burned off. Yeah, and he was like, (laughs) how do you sleep with your no eyelids? And Bronn's like, I'm trying to maintain an erection. I know. I felt so bad for him. Oh, John rides a dragon. John rides a dragon, and I don't, I felt weird about that. He rides with dragon, not Danny again. Let's just clarify. Yo, well, that. I was gonna say he's ridden dragons yeah. before. Now he's all right. Uh, <laughs> Gosh, no, he, he rode a dragon, and I was like, all right, only Targaryens can. We know he's a secret Targaryen. Sam tells him in this episode. He does tell him, and and John does something so beautiful because he doesn't even think I'm the heir to the Iron Throne. He just goes, "My father wouldn't lie to me." Ned Stark was an honorable man, and Sam has to be like, "No, look." Ned was an honorable man. That's why he saved you, because Robert would have had him killed. Yeah, but I didn't like how. I know, I know they had to tell him that episode, mm-hmm. but I didn't like that he told John like out of anger. I got like yeah. Sam told him out of <sighs> anger because um, what, Danny burns his brother and father alive. What an awkward, awkward meeting. Because um, oh, that that was tough to watch. I'm yeah. like, oh, this is cringeworthy. Jorah Mormon and Danny interrupt uh, Sam reading some oh, books. That was fucking funny. And you know, uh, Sam and and Jorah know each other. Yeah. And and she has to basically tells him, you know, I had your father executed. And he was like, well, she didn't know at the time. Right, right, right. Oh, that's right. She didn't know that was. Uh, she didn't know that was Sam, Yeah. Um, and the whole time, Bronze or Jorah's in the background, and you can watch his face just, oh, 
I know. Oh, just crunch up and just cringe. Sir Jorah of the friend zone. Oh, who'll get there? Please, Khaleesi, notice me. Um, oh, senpai. Oh, so at the end of the first episode, we find out that Tormund survives with uh, Bear Dondarrion. Yes. They're at the last hearth. Mm-hmm. And Seat of the Umbers. The Umbers. And um, they run into uh, Ed from the Night's Watch. Yep. He rode down from Castle Black. Yep. And Ed's like, he's got blue eyes. To Tormund. And Tormund's like, I've always had blue eyes. And they hog and everything. It's great. And, and then it gets scary. And then it gets scary. They see the um, young, I think his name's Ned Umber. It is Ned Umber. Okay, that's what I thought. Like pinned to a wall. Yeah. Yeah, yeah with um, a, uh, spiral. a spiral of arms around him yeah. that catch on fire. What did they, What the fuck did they say in like one of the seasons? The fucking White Walkers at Argus um, or something? The, I, the White, what... I remember is the children of the forest made the night king. Yeah. So he uses their symbol against them. Yeah. yeah. And it's that spiral yeah. was like a uh, stone cairn. Yeah. But and he was the someone's like the white walkers always trying to be like fucking artists or something. Fucking they were making RTS fun of white They were walkers. making fun of them. But anyway, they're talking. They don't see the kid like wakes up as a blue and he, and he starts trying to stab. Yeah. Torment. I'm like, holy shit. Yep. And they fucking stab him, light him on fire. Yeah. Oh, and also Jamie, comes to Winterfell yep. at the end of that it just makes there. eye contact with Bran and yeah. says nothing end of episode because Bran was waiting for an old friend Bran is always things we do for love I know Bran that entire first episode was basically just hanging out in the courtyard staring at people <laughs> it's fucking funny I wonder how he moves between everything I don't know and there's a moment with um in the second episode with Tyrion where there's some big meeting and Bran and Tyrion are there and everyone leaves and and Tyrion's still standing there he turns to Bran he says do you, do you need help Bran's like, I'm fine here. And and Tyrion goes, What is what is your deal? What what happened? North he, of the says, wall? he says it's like a long story. He's he like, It's a shame they're not stuck in a castle. In the middle of winter. Yeah. Waiting for battle. So do you think Bran tells Tyrion who John is? I like to imagine Bran would have the good sense not to. Yeah. But also I feel like if Tyrion had asked about anything like that, Bran would tell him. Probably. I mean, Tyrion, who clearly fucked up thinking, trusting Cersei. Yeah. And you find that out. Everyone epi- knows in, that. In uh, episode two. Yeah. Basically, Jamie goes, Cersei lied to everyone. She's going to try to kill you as soon as you're done dealing with the Night King. Um, and Tyrion gets some shit. Like, he gets shit from Sansa and he gets shit from Danny mm-hmm. because he was wrong to trust his sister. Yeah. And even, like, Jamie, I think, kind of understands, but it's still. So let's jump to episode two real quick. Let's hit it. It's the most fresh episode. So this episode, they're waiting for the Night King to attack. They know they've only got a matter of a day or two. So essentially, they're they're waiting for... That might have been me. That was me. No, it's both of us. So essentially, this is their, their last quiet moment together. So all these characters are getting together and they're telling stories... And they're kind of doing whatever they can on their last night that they won't be fighting an undead army. So, of course, they're you know making weapons. They're doing all the stuff. But on the night of the battle, we get to see some really beautiful moments where our main characters are all together at Winterfell, yeah. essentially. And they get to interact with each other uh, more freely than they would if they were 
you know, hunting someone or chasing something or trying to get somewhere. Now all they can do is wait. Yeah. And <clears throat> that is something we don't get from Game of Thrones. It's our characters with free time. Well, I say episode two, and I'm not hating on it, was like a fan service episode. I'm okay with it. Absolutely was. Because you got to think about it. The first two episodes is just setting everything in place. Yeah. Because episode three, the Battle of Winterfell, which we all knew was going to fucking happen. Yep. Everyone fucking knew it. It had to come. That's that's what you're going to see. That's what we're going to see. It's episode three. And so... Go ahead. Yeah. So at this time we had we can. This is probably going to be our last chance with a lot of these characters because it's Game of Thrones. They're not all well, making it you gotta, out alive. You got to think who's got plot armor. John, John, and Danny have plot armor. Ooh, Tyrion, Tyrion has plot armor. Who doesn't have plot armor? I would say I would say the Theon. Sp- Theon's story Theon's is wrapped dead. up. <laughs> Theon's dead as a doornail. If Theon doesn't die in the next episode, well, I will eat my hat. He said he's going to protect Bran yeah. in the Godswoods. Yeah, with like five dudes. Yeah, from the the Iron Bowl. I'm sure they're thrilled about that. Yeah, I know. And they're like, oh, all right. Well, I loved when um, Theon came back to Winterfell. He's yeah. like, he was talking to Danny, and she asked, well, then why are you here? And she, he looks to Sansa. He's like, I want to fight for Winterfell. It, he, he's clearly making amends for his entire life. He saved his sister, who mm-hmm. he abandoned previously. He's come back to Winterfell, which he essentially destroyed. Yeah. Um. And and now he's attempting to make amends, and that's beautiful because end of last season, Theon figuratively, clearly not literally, grew some balls. Yep. And was like, "That's it. I'm because he's do a Greyjoy and a Stark." He is. He truly is. And, and I mean, even what? Uh, who, who said that to him? Tyrion? John. John said it to him. Yeah. He was, and and John should know because he's a Stark and a Targaryen. Oh, he didn't know at the time. No, but he is. He is though. I know. But uh, let's see what else. Um. Oh, but prior to that, like Danny and Sansa are having a heart to heart. Yep. They thought they were agree on Jamie. They didn't. Brienne stood up and said, "Listen, he's going to do the right thing." And yep. Sansa's like, "You've always protected me to Brienne, mm-hmm. so." I trust you with Jamie, but like with Theon and Sansa like hug and shit. Mm-hmm. Did you see Danny's face? Like, I want that respect. Or yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think Danny is a little just because she does go through a lot of advisors, and I don't think she is anyone that well, she really can trust as much as Sansa's willing to trust Brand. Or at least she's not able to give that kind of trust. Exactly, and not and Jorah and Mormon would never do her wrong. No. But I don't think Danny can put that kind of trust in another and, person. And um, shit, what was I gonna say? Um, Danny's also like indoctrinated into like I have to get the Iron Throne. That's all I know. That's all she's known. That's what her brother told her her whole life. Yeah. Before selling her to, to the Dothraki. Yeah. Um, but that's been her goal her whole life, and now in this episode she finds out who John is. Yeah, that John would be the heir because they're down in the crypt. It, yeah, and he's looking at uh, Liana. Liana Stark. Because John was kind of cold to her for most of the episode. Because he he's was. still trying to like process that he just banged his aunt. And he has, he never says anything about no, it. I really... just fucked my aunt. But he is like, mm, he's brooding. Turn. Oh, he's brooding it up. Yeah. And I mean, that's what he's best at. But, you know, they have a nice moment there before he tells her, like, mm-hmm. this is Liana Stark. And she's like, well, my brother Rhaegar raped her. And she's like, no, they married, they had a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm the, I'm their son, Agar Targaryen. 
Yep. Yep. And and it's just he he has they have so many moments in the crypt, which I have a theory about, but it's that's like such a place of power for the Starks because the first thing they you know, Robert King Robert does when he comes to Winterfell is, All right, let's go see her is go down in the crypt with Ned. You know, when when Winterfell was attacked, that's where Bran and Rickon went into mm-hmm. the crypt. I don't remember that season, but I do remember it in the two. book. Okay. The season two. Okay. They go down into the crypt. You know, that's that's a place of power for the Starks. So John learns who he really is in the crypt. Mm-hmm. Um, and now he's telling... The woman that he loves. The woman he loves and his queen who he really is. And she immediately goes... Set, goes to the Iron Throne is like, no, no, you have a claim. And he goes, that doesn't matter. He, I think he was going to say that. And then the horn blows. Yes. And the White Walkers are yeah. outside. Signal so that interrupts war. everything. Yep. Uh, Pod singing. Oh, Pod sings? He's pretty good. He's pretty good. Brienne gets knighted. Brienne gets... I cried. I love the... I love the the drinking circle they had going on by yeah. the fireplace. What a motley crew of Jamie, Tormund. Tyrion, Tormund, Brienne, and Pod. Podrick Payne. There's a beautiful moment with Tyrion where where he's like, Pod, would you like it? He's like, Pod, come drink with me. Brienne's like, no, 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 no. You, you know, he's got to fight. And he's like, come on. And she goes, half a cup. And, and he pours it like the whole. And Tyrion goes, sure, sure, sure. And he pours it to overflowing and hands it to him. Is the big woman still here? Is the big woman still here? That's my favorite line. Tormund tells the story that he tells in the book, too. Oh, yeah. That when he was 10 years old, he killed a giant and climbed into bed with his wife. And his wife thought she he was her child and suckled him at her teat for three months. And that's the reason he's so strong is because he drank giant's, giant's milk. milk. Um, there's one more thing I want to talk about from that episode. And I can't remember. No, I guess that's it. Um, the hound or, uh, oh, uh, Arya. uh, Arya and Gendry. People are up in arms. Arya is 22 years old in real life. She's a grown ass woman in the show as well. If she wants Gendry, she can fuck. Yeah. Have and him. they said, you can show as much as you want. And she showed a very tasteful amount. Yeah. Half an ass and half a boob. I'm saying, I think that's fine. Okay. That's it was very tasteful. And that's and all, that's totally all we're gonna talk about. That's, that's all we're fine. Gonna I was fine with it. Catch up. Good for uh, those kids. Top five after dark when we get really <laughs> into it. <laughs> you think she puts on all their faces when he gets bored? <laughs> oh my god! All right. Well, that's our. Uh, you got anything else for Game of Thrones? Or uh, do you think it's ever Walder Frey? All right. Um. Uh, ne- uh, yeah, I have a theory. All right, that's theory. your theory. So they keep saying, "Get the women and children down into the crypts where they'll be safe." And and John says, "Sam, if you want to go down to the crypts with the kids, you can." And Sam makes a good joke about, "Hey, hey, I killed a White Walker. I survived the fist of the first men. I stole a considerable number of books from the Citadel." Um. Oh, and uh, Sam gives. His sword, his Heart father's Bane's sword, Heart. Heartsbane, to Jorah. Uh, Jorah Mormon. And, I mean, Sam has a legitimate, he can't hold it because he's a wimp. He, he's, a, yeah. he's a wimp. But it's beautiful to see Jorah who happily, or at least willingly, let John keep Longclaw, which is his father's and family's Valyrian yeah. steel sword, hero sword. Um, but it, it, Sam's willing to give it up. Um, and that's beautiful. But... They keep talking about go down in the crypts. It'll be safe in the crypts. It'll be safe in the crypts. You know what the crypts are full of? Dead people. Dead people. You know what the Night King controls? The raising the dead people. Dead. But people. here's my here's my question though. 
Does he have to see them? I don't know. Does I I thought he had to touch them or a white had to touch well, no. them. Well, no. Remember at Hard Home, he just oh, that's right. He, he raises them up. Them all. Well, that, wait, I he saw them. You just can't raise some random dead fuck you don't see on. Well, I mean, Bran can warg into things, but okay. I don't know if he can see them. Now, here's the thing. Brand keeps talking about. He was talking about how. Oh yeah, we gotta talk about this. Death is the lack of memory. He's talking about death is when you're when you were forgotten and everyone who knew you was forgotten or whatever, and and that's an interesting theory. But and he talks about how the reason the Night King wants to kill him is because he is the memory of the world. The world. He's basically the living's memory because he can see everything. Don't you think that's a stupid reason? Yes and no. Okay. I'm going to tell you why. All right, tell me. Because if the dead have no memory, um, then it's it's a world he has purged from the living of man. He's purged it of the, the children of the he forest. Because he hates man. He hates the children of the forest. Right. So he really only loves the dead. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. Um. So if memory, I think, has something to do with his ability to raise the dead. Now... Say he does try to raise, you know, the Lords of Winterfell from the crypt. Mm-hmm. You think they'd fight for the Night King? If Bran can be their memory, would they remember who they are and where they belong? And would they fight for the North? Would the North remember? <sighs> the North will rise again. The North I'm buying that t-shirt, guys. I can, when I get that t-shirt... We're going to put it on the Instagram. Put it on the Instagram. It's, well, we, we all know what's behind me right now. Uh, Stark, uh, Stark Sigil. My Stark banner. So um, that's our Game of Thrones story. That's a pretty good story. I'm into it. All I'm right, Taylor, it. what do you got? I have a way lamer story. Oh, I don't know how you, you can't top that one? No. Uh, yeah, I will. I will. All I right. will. So, Steve. Yep. Britney Spears. Okay. <laughs> Why am I laughing? This is the weirdest story I've heard all week. It came from Newsweek, but Britney Spears has been checked into a mental health facility for. Oh, that's not funny. For, no, eh, no. Um, uh, but she's been checked in since the beginning of April, and she's had in and out visits since March. Uh, she quit her. She's a residency in Vegas. Basically, she's got just like does a, a show. show every, like, yeah. Does the show every night. Yeah, it's like what Celine Dion does. Yeah, absolutely. Or Carrot Top or, you know, the Rat Pack even yeah. would do. Or for Howard a while. Hughes. Oh, wait, Howard Hughes was just crazy living in a casino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he just lived in a casino. Elvis had a residency mm-hmm. for a few years. Um, so she's been doing that. She quit that in December, even though it was before her contract was up. Do you remember 10 years ago, Leave Britney Alone, when Britney went crazy and shaved her head and all that yeah, stuff? Yeah, I remember that. She lost... Um, she was put under the care of her father and a lawyer. Well, this she, time around or last time around? L- last time she went crazy. Okay. She's never gotten out from under that conservatorship. Oh, shit. So she's not allowed to drive a car. She's not allowed to handle her own money. She it, For 10 years. She's 37. Um, oh, shit. She's, she's, her child care stuff is very wrapped up. So recently she's quit the Vegas job the lawyer that was part of her conservativeship quit because he said if it doesn't end like this you know control over Britney's life doesn't end it will be egregiously damaging to to her health and well-being and I'm like okay whoa something's going on here I'm smelling some embezzlement so 
the only other so the person in charge of her is her father. father yeah so why is she now we don't know if she she can be involuntarily sent to a mental institution mm-hmm. she can be dragged in there because she's not in control of her own anything um which I had no idea this was so, still going on. So we saying there's a conspiracy that they, she got dragged Steve, into. Steve, get that tinfoil hat on. Boop, boop. Let me get mine. Boop. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you, you, audience, you two put your hats on. Because I, I think some, I think some shit's going down. And I was looking into all. I got on a fucking rabbit hole today. So she can't handle any of her money. Oh my God. She can't sign her own deal. So like when she was on whatever the TV show, American Idol, The Voice, The Talents. Some I don't watch TV like she was that. On a t- she was on that? She was on one of the TV singing shows. I didn't know or that. Or a talent show, maybe America's I Got Talent. I knew she was on How I Met Your Mother. She Yes, she did have a... Oh, that's right. She was a secretary. Mm-hmm. She fucked Barney. Well, Who didn't? Who didn't? Um, oh, Misha. You're so cute. Look at her. Um. So, yeah. So, I'm not sure what's going on here, but I think... I think they're trying to institutionalize her for longer, bring her back on some kind of comeback thing. I just don't understand how getting her to quit like a regular paying gig would be making money. So if it's not money, what are what is her father after? I have no idea. I really don't. I really don't either. Oh, okay. I thought tweet you had an answer. To, tweet to us at top five underscore podcast. I need to know. No, it's just killing me, Steve. It's fucking killing me. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I don't understand. It's I didn't even, so... I didn't even know that there, her father and some random attorney had power over her. Oh, yeah, complete... Not just power of attorney, but she's not allowed to do anything. Now, would the, the average Britney Spears fan know this? I feel like they would. I no, know. That's I, why I don't know. Well, yeah, I'm not a fan. Um, My Britney Spears tapes... Sorry, that was South Park. That was season one South Park. Um, so, uh, but uh, uh, I saw an interview with Chris Crocker. Do you remember him? No. Leave Britney alone. Oh, yeah, I remember, I remember that. And, and he has started a hashtag of Free Britney that is catching on on the interwebs. Hashtag Free Britney. Hashtag Free Britney. All right. So, Wait, here. do we support Free Britney? Uh, yeah, fuck yeah, okay, it. Fine. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, all right. Yeah, free Britney. Oh, that, that sounded wrong when I said that. Guys, I apologize. I mean, make it sound like that. I <laughs> I support that. Freer. Speaking of, speaking of hashtag Steve, I have kind of a weird top five news, like network news. Uh, you want to tell us now? Yeah, I'll tell us now. All right. I, I'll talk about it on the other show, but um, Georgina's show came out where we tackled uh, the issues of what to do when the celebrity you like turns out to be a human monster. Um, and I hashtagged the Instagram uh, Michael Jackson, like as a joke, <laughs> okay, to point out what we were going to be talking about. And I got we got a nice comment from someone that was like, "Hey, I love the vibes over here at this Instagram page." And I was like, "Oh, cool. Thank you know, don't forget to listen." And I didn't think anything of it. And then later on, I was like, "Who was that guy? We don't usually get like comments yeah. on Instagram. We get a lot of you know shares and shit." Uh, but I I clicked on him. He's a Michael Jackson impersonator. <laughs> And I was kind of like, oh, maybe you shouldn't listen. Mm, that's awkward. That's, uh, hmm. Okay. Sure is. All right. Um, sure we, is. Should we take a break or? Uh, yeah, let's head to break. Right, we'll be right back, guys. All right. And we're back. So at this point of the episode, we're going to jump to 
Thursday, Steve, because he will be reviewing Avengers Endgame. Yep, we got our first thoughts. At 6 o'clock Thursday night. Yep, so we'll try to get this up. This episode will be late, obviously, um, just like with Hellboy, so we can get you this news before you go see it that weekend. All right. Sounds good. Now let's throw it over to Thursday and Steven Taylor. Good luck, Thursday, Steven Taylor. Thanks, Pat Steve. This is Future Steve and Future Taylor. We just got an Endgame. Taylor? The world is destroyed. Horrible aliens have taken over. We did not see Endgame. No, holy shit, dude. Everything is awful. Save water and duct tape. Duct tape? Yeah, I don't for chemicals. Chemicals, right. Save uh, save tacos too while you're Save at tacos. It. Uh Steve, um I can barely think through a wave of emotion uh after coming out of Endgame. Uh, I loved it. I cried. Uh, so many emotions. I laughed. I cried. It does start on a very tonally dark moment and it does lighten up. And then it darkens and then it lightens up and, and it, it darkens, darkens again. again. And it's it's a real roller coaster of emotion. Yeah, I was in a glass case of emotion. I I Baxter. Um <laughs> Steve, I I got to say first reactions here. It feels like when you go to the rich kid's house and he has all of the action figures. Yeah. And you get to play with, with all, all of the, the action, action figures. figures. Yeah. You're like, "Wait, you have all of the Guardians and the Doctor Stranges? And they're like, and yeah. all of Wakanda? Oh, yeah. All, yeah, but they've got all the... Fig- You've got Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker? As a, oh, shit. He-Man and was have, there? And you have Admiral Thrawn? I can't... What? Don't just go with it. Okay. <laughs> um. Uh, so it, it really is... It's a movie of reunions. Um. Sad moments? Sad, sad moments. And... I, I mean, this is a no spoilers reaction. We'll we'll do a full thing later. We are. There's gonna be another future Steve and Taylor. That's right, and they'll take care of this shit. It's their problem. That's yeah, their problem. Um. Oh, by the way, Taylor, did you stay through the whole movie? Oh, I I did stay through the whole movie. Well, there is no end credit scene. Um, well, that's not a spoiler. So we saved you. That's guys not a spoiler. Up. We'll save you. Some... There is like the ringing of a hammer hitting something. Yeah. There's um. There's some lightning. Yep, and uh, and that's about it. So I don't know if that's a reference to Iron Man when he was making the suit with a hammer in the first movie. Oh yeah, that's the I only thing I could think of. Think, I don't know any. I didn't think of that. I was trying to. I was hoping for like an X Men kind of thing. There wasn't anything. Maybe it was Doom. Oh shit. Oh shit. Maybe it was Doom. Maybe. Maybe it was the Star Jammers. Goddamn Star Jammers. Told you not to say that. In uh, my by the way, yeah, you do not want to drink because I had to leave the movie twice. Steve left twice. I still don't have to go. I'm uh, very dehydrated. Uh, well, well, fuck you. Listen, as someone who saw each Lord of the Rings movie four times in theaters, I I I know what to do. Anyway, um, but truly, truly one of the best motion pictures ever. Uh, I know there's a Chinese boot out. Don't yeah, watch don't, that. Don't watch it. Don't watch it. Go to theaters. And this is the most breathtaking. Go go thing. in. Enjoy it. And then I, hug your loved ones afterwards. Yeah, and just hold hold them close because yes. time is short. Time is short. And also, I don't know how else to say this, but if you can see this at an inner city theater, you will enjoy oh, it. Oh, you more. do. Dude, the, the, the commentary was amazing. There was a rowdy crowd, and it was great. People it were was clapping. Great. There was clapping, and there are moments. As a comic book lover, I knew I would never ever see. But we got to see. But them. I gotta see. We gotta them. see. Them. They were there. Um, um I think that's it. 
Uh, future Taylor. Uh, I think that's it, Future Steve. Uh, all right, back to you, Pat Steve. You scumbag. All right, thank you, Future Steve. All right, Taylor. Man, Pat Taylor. Man, those guys are good looking. <laughs> oh, my God. That one, that Steve's a snaky fucker. Snaky? Snaky. All right, man. What do you got? All right. All right, for, uh, for my next story here. Uh, Jay and Silent Bob reboot has finished shooting. Uh, it only took uh, old Kev Smith 21 days to shoot the full movie, which is fucking fast. Yeah, that's pretty fast. That's indie fast. Indie movies used to get shot over like a long weekend. So it's not an indie film, is it? Uh, I mean, it's not being... Yeah, I mean, I would say it's as indie as they ever were. Okay. Um, maybe not as indie as, you know, Clerks 1 made on... You know, so like Mallrats, Indy? I would say like Mallrats. And even that was Paramount. Yeah. Now I think he's got the money. Wait, mon- was it Paramount or Miramax? Yeah, uh, Mallrats is Paramount. Oh, the rest okay. of them are Miramax. Okay. Um, but it's less money because it's even at that point, Miramax was owned by Disney. Yeah. Know? Another imprint. Um, so <laughs> trying to remember if we talked about that before or not. Uh, we did not. We did okay. not. Okay. <laughs> we did not. Um, so... Uh, it, I think he's getting the money from whatever those weird, like, German producers he's been getting for um, uh, uh, the the uh, Yoga Hosers yeah. and Tusk. I think that's where he got the cash for this one. I'm not sure. But the way it's turning out is it it really looks like a AAA production. Okay. Like, this really looks like, like a return to form for Fat Kev Smith, who's not fat anymore. No, he's he's thin. He's thin, silent Bob. Thin, silent Bob, and I think it's going to be a real fun movie. From he's been documenting clips and stuff on Instagram and spoiling a lot of shit, so I'm not going to do that for, to you guys. But I saw his cast list with photos. Otherwise, I wouldn't have believed it. Steve, are you ready for this cast? I'm list? ready. It's like a Muppets movie where every time there's a new character, it's someone famous. All right. So here we go. All right. Jason Lee. Oh, shit. Oh, he's playing Brody? He's playing Brody. All right. Uh, Brian O'Halloran playing Dante. Uh, Craig Robinson's back. Uh, Joe Manginello, the guy from True Blood. Wait, what the fuck did Craig Robinson play? Uh, he was in uh, Zack and Mary. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. Um, Frankie Shaw. Uh, Justin Long. Uh, Chris Jericho. The wrestler? No, he's not. Yes, he is. is I he saw really? a picture. Yes, he is. Holy uh, shit! Kate McCucci from Garfunkel and Oates. Okay. Molly Shannon from SNL. Jason Biggs. <laughs> is ja- Vanderbeek back? James fucking Vanderbeek. Oh fuck. Rosario Dawson. Uh, Joey Adams from uh, Chasing Amy. Fred Armisen. Mark Bernardin. And uh, fucking Chris Hemsworth. Oh, that's not all. Oh, that's not all. There's way more. You got Grant Gustinson, who oh, plays boy. The Flash. Oh. And Tom Kavanaugh, who plays uh, many different characters on The Flash. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you say Shannon Elizabeth? I said... No, I said Molly Shannon. Shannon Elizabeth is back as well. Oh, wait. Is that her fucking name? Yeah, she's playing Justice. Oh, so yeah, yeah that's the character she was. So in, wait, is in, Affleck uh, not in this? Uh, as far as we know, Affleck's not in this. Holy shit. Who else is in this? Alyssa Jones is in it? Yep. Oh, uh, yeah. Fuck. There were so many, I was just like, I'm not going to write these down. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, his wife and daughter are in it. Yep. Shit, dude. I'm I'm on IMDb. This is fucking crazy. No, it's nuts. 
and he was putting up pictures of the shit. And I'm like, I got to unfollow Kevin Smith for a while because he's ruining this for me. Now I'm ruining it for my listeners. Wait, is Mark not in this? Mark is not credited because if he had a, he's asleep for the whole thing. Because if he had a speaking line, they'd have to pay him something oh. specific because he's not in the Actors Guild. Gotcha. Okay. So, oh, this is interesting. I do. I want to see it so it, bad. It's exciting. So, essentially, the plot is Jay and Silent Bob find out that they're remaking the Jay and Silent Bob movie. And they fight their way from New Jersey back to Hollywood again to stop another movie. So, they're stopping stop- Bluntman and Chronic again? Yeah, they're stopping the, the gritty reboot of Bluntman and Chronic. That is fucking great. That's hilarious. Oh, my God. And hopefully there won't be a monkey again. Can we yeah, can we skip that part? I don't know. I hope I, I don't think Will Ferrell's coming back. That's okay. Uh but that's you know, that's fine. Yeah. But I'm really looking forward to it. It's finished it's already wrapped. It's got a twenty nineteen release date. We don't know when. Okay, I'd say by November. Uh, I was thinking the fall, yeah. Yeah. Uh it's not gonna be a summer. I can't wait for the trailer. Oh, I can't either. They're currently they have an uh what's called an expedited post production where they are finishing everything way faster than you normally would. And Kev Smith is also the editor. And he edits the movie as he makes it. Okay. So, like, he'll shoot for a day, go home, and then sit in the trailer and, and edit. edit the movie so he can show people the next day. Like, this is what the movie looks like so far. Oh, sick. Yeah, most people don't do that because directors aren't also editors. No. Um but he had no, it's got to save some money. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. So I'm looking forward guy. to it. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it as well. I think it's going to be a real good time. All right. Let's take our last break. Yeah, let's hit that last break. All right, guys. We'll be right back. All right, guys. We are back. Okay, so last week, Taylor and I had a little fun making a uh, Mr. Freeze movie. And... To peel back the curtain, we continued to make this movie. <laughs> we made that movie for like a full week. Yeah. No joke. We're not joking. We came up with some ideas and shit. We were talking about it during our impromptu network meeting with Georgina, and she's like, sounds good, oh, boys. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, we're like, and then fucking Mr. Freeze just choking out that executive because he's the one who poisoned Nora. So uh, maybe one day we'll get that movie made. We'll get right on that. Uh, oh, real quick. I told Taylor, Allison Bree dyed her hair blonde. It looks good. So someone's listening to Pop 5, Warner Brothers. We're watching you, you fucks. So we're going to continue this game in it, the Batman world and make it, another movie. In a new segment we call mo- movies <laughs> movies that, that should be. Should, should be movies with movies. Steven Taylor. I don't movies. know. Making movies, making movies for right. fun and profit. Yeah, I'll figure something out for the title. Um, We're not gonna do this every week, so don't worry. But we had so much fun with it. We're gonna try it again this week. Steve, what fresh hell are you bringing on me this week? Are you ready? I'm prepared. What movie? What do you are like? We making? Ba- do you like Batman Beyond? I do like Batman. Well, that's Beyond. what we're making. Shit, man. So this is who we have to cast. All right. Mind you, we did not do any of this. In no. production. So you told, you told me this morning, yeah. you were like, we're doing Batman Beyond. I was like, shit, I haven't seen that since I was a kid. So this is who you have to cast. Bruce Wayne, of course. Of course. Uh, Terry McGinnis, who plays the new Batman. Yes. You got Maxine Max Gibson. I guess that's like his 
girlfriend. Sure. And then you got Ace the dog. So you can Oh, Ace the bat hound? Yeah. I'll just go with a dog. Well, yeah, but that's what... What's what's Oreo doing this week? (laughs) (laughs) He's got nothing. You just get the dog from John Wick. There you go. There you go. But that's like... Oh, then you got your... um, You got your Barbara Gordon. Yep. Older Barbara Gordon. Oh, that's right. And she's commissioner now. She's commissioner. Let's see who else you got. I want a... I want Annie Hall. I want, I want, um, oh, right. Diane Keaton. Diane Keaton. Oh, she'd be perfect for an older Barbara Gordon. I, I, I do Diane Keaton. All right. Oh, well, Terry's girlfriend's named Dana Tan. Yeah, I think she's Asian in the show. All right. Anyway. All right. So Taylor, who would you like to cast as Terry McGinnis? God damn it, Steven. I told you not to say the MK Ultra word. <laughs> Terry McGinnis. Okay. No, I guess that wasn't it. Oh, okay. Alright. Um Terry McGinnis. So we want You want somewhere in their late teens, early twenties. Yeah, we want at least someone who can play a young buck. Because he's a high school God damn it. Hey. Yeah. yeah. Um uh we want because he plays a high school student, correct? Yeah, but we could, you know, high school freshman college i'll say hi. what oh wow she's having <laughs> she just took everything off that shelf she is not like so batman she can, beyond she, she can live in there we mentioned ace the bat hound and she's jealous and she is jealous she's been bat cat we'll cast penny as that oh penny, penny puppers <laughs> um penny's tits are too big <laughs> leave my dog alone it's <laughs> all right oreo's balls are too oh. big um, okay, so for Terry McGinnis, I want, what's, um, what's Adonis Creed doing these days? Um, Michael B. Jordan? Is he too old? Is he too jacked? You could, that'd be, that'd be an interesting take, a black yeah. Batman. That'd be my way, my inside way to get a black Batman, and it wouldn't matter because, uh, Batman Beyond wears a full face mask. Oh, he does wear a full face mask. Yeah, I'm gonna stick with that. I'm gonna stick with Michael B. Jordan. Uh, uh, I think he's he's a little more jacked than I think the Terry McGinnis in the cartoon was. He was very slender, but I think if you could play him as like a running back, yeah, that would work out. Shit, I don't know who I'd cast. I don't think I could top that. That's pretty good, Michael B. Jordan. Hey, can we can we real quick recap like what Batman Beyond is just for for our listeners yeah. who may not know? So Batman Beyond is of course a futuristic Batman mm-hmm. where um, Bruce Wayne's old as fuck. Yep, he's he he's, walks with a cane. He pre- he gave up being bat. It was tough from giving up being Batman, right? And he he gave up at a certain point. He just became too old to be Batman, and he tried doing mech suits. And, you know, uh, uh, performance-enhancing suits. And it just eventually became too much for him. So he becomes kind of a hermit in Wayne Manor. Guess when the guess when um, Batman Begins actually is? Isn't it like 2017 it's or something? 2019. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, damn. I didn't know that. We got. We should be, like, inundated with Joker gangs. So, um, real quick, um, Alfred's dead. Of course. James Gordon's dead. Yep. Lucius Fox is dead. Yep. Leslie Tompkins is dead. Uh, I believe. Dude, Bullock's dead? No. Yeah. Well, he never took care of himself. And, and he smoked. Uh, Renee Montoya's dead. Oh, Montoya's dead. Yeah. Aww. Um, 
if I remember correctly, Fox at some point had a falling out with Bruce Wayne and started his own company. Yeah. And now Fox's son runs like Fox Industries or whatever. Fox Industries. Wasn't it wasn't didn't he become like a villain? I believe he was a villain in the in the show. Yeah, but doesn't um isn't Wayne Enterprise still there? Wayne is still Wayne's... there, but uh, Bruce is not in control. No, at all. he's not in control. He's at not all. even on the board. Because um, yeah, because I remember he gets dressed up and shows up one day, and they're like, "Mr. Wayne, what are you doing, yo, old Mr. Wayne? Wait. Good to see you." And they treat him like a doddering old fool. Meanwhile, he's still the bat. Um, yeah. So, uh, uh, elderly Batman. Is I think he gets assaulted by like a, a gang of oh it's like the Joker or the like Joker the, gang the Joker gang or the um, Royal Flush gang yeah it's, it's one of those gangs in the yeah because they're kind of like Batman Returns there's like roving gangs of teenagers yeah all over Gotham. remember this is a cartoon that we're turning into live action yeah and there isn't there's a comic I mean, book series I think now there is but it's based off the cartoon yeah it's um, a continuation but it's a Paul Dini Paul Dini yeah. made it so and I mean he's one of our best Batman isn't scholars. it like a continuation of, of the Batman cartoon? the animated series yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it's still Kevin Conroy doing the voice oh, of, I know. Uh, of uh, Bruce Wayne yeah so and uh, he gets assaulted I think by Terry, these guys and Terry kind of fights them off yeah he saves them and he saves them and, and Batman's like you gotta get me into Wayne Manor I need my heart medication or whatever he takes him he and takes him in I think Terry accidentally discovers the Batcave <laughs> pulls the bust of shakespeare back yeah <laughs> or whatever whatever it was yeah. a clock i think and i think cartoon. he pulls the the whatever, whatever yeah. finds the bat pole so and then bruce sort of takes him under his wing and right and right and there's a lot of like training involved like you gotta do this and yeah. i'm batman and you but, shouldn't be batman but i'm gonna let you be batman but we're still not sure about this and he kind of becomes a surrogate father figure, even though Terry, I believe, had a father. In... No, then his father die at a young age because he find out in the Justice League cartoon that was fucked up. That um, Amanda Waller stole to re- Batman's cum, stole Batman's cum, injected it into Terry McGinnis's mom. No, into his. Oh, into his father's dick. That's right. And then he, you know, and they were like, "Explain this in a cartoon." I mean, more like they put his DNA. Yeah, but the they, thing. but they tried to use the phantasm to recreate the uh, murdering of the yes the parents, but she wouldn't go through with it. Yes, yes, this is correct, and that is all some insane shit. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to throw that into the movie. We'll throw it somehow. In. Somehow we gotta bring the phantasm back in, but she doesn't do it. Was she the one from? She can like alter reality. No, she was from the Mask of the Phantasm. That one. Oh, that phantasm. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't remember that. Check it out. It's on YouTube. I will. I will. Yeah, because I really enjoyed the Justice League. I think. Unlimited I think a uh, live action uh, phantasm introduction would be pretty sweet too. I'd love to see. I don't know if you could make past the villain of a movie, though. No, I would just remake Mask of the Phantasm at that point. Ah, uh, fuck. I should chose that for a live action. Mask of the Phantasm is too good on its own. Yeah, it too good I don't think there's well. enough to flesh out. So I would... And 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 then the Batman beyond the difference between the new Batman and the old is, of course, it's not Bruce Wayne, but also he is like rocket boots, and he can... He kind of fly. He, he kind of fly. He doesn't have the grappling hooks anymore. Yeah, and he doesn't have like the big gliding thing like an Arkham video games he kind of it's got the under the wing yeah it's like, got like an under the arm wing kind of like 
old Spider-Man webbing. It's like a flying suit type thing. Yeah, yeah. basically, and it's also got some extra strength. He, and I stuff think he built still has. In. He still has like a Batmobile, from what I remember. Yes, and also Ace the Bat Hound. <laughs> um, so one of my favorite characters. I right, so far you got Michael B. Jordan as Terry McGinnis. So I'm gonna take a page from old Kev Smith, who said, I believe on Fat Man on Batman that he wanted for an old Bruce Wayne, uh, Michael Keaton. <gasps> Motherfucker, that was my idea. My idea is, that's good. I want George Clooney. Mm. Michael Keaton's real good, though, right? Uh, yeah, I don't want Clooney. I can just think of the, bat nipples. The only... Oh, I forgot about bat nipples. The only thing I would say with Clooney is he can play... I. I don't think he'd be as good as the a elder curmudgeon. State. He could be an elder statesman. Right, but I think he would be more smarmy and eye-rolling, which I'm not answering that. Um, Which might be just a different thing, but I don't know if it needs to be like curmudgeonly Batman or what. It's hard. That's hard. I'm going to stick with Michael Keaton. Fuck. I just wish I had something better. I, I just think that's the perfect choice. It's good. Um. All right, villain wise, who who would you like to see? Because that one's tough. I was trying to think about that all day. I'm like, I don't know. They did do a storyline where the Joker comes. No, back, we're not doing that. But not... I don't want to do that. I want. What were the villains from that? There was like a plastic guy. There was an electric lady. They had Bane. Bane, I remember Bane Hair. came back because he was selling um, Venom in in like sticker form to the kids. Yeah. And I was like, all right, all right, don't do drugs. Let me see here. Because you had the, oh, not Superman. Superman was a villain. There we go. You had Derek Powers. No, no, no. I don't know. Paxton Powers. The Jokers. The Jokers. That was like the violent street game. That I would dro- definitely put the Jokers gang in, but they don't have to be the main villain. Uh, he had Shriek the Walter Sheaver. I don't fucking know who that is. Oh my god, they, he has some shitty villains. That's that's the one thing I remember from that Rogues Gallery was it was real weak. Oh, and guess who's in it? Who's in it? Mister Freeze. Mister Freeze was in that. Yeah, he's too old. Raza Ghoul. Raza Ghoul would be. I remember that episode because he gives Bruce some of his strength back, and uh, and Terry has a great line where he's like, "Wow, I always wondered what you were like when you were in your peak physical condition," and Bruce is like, "I was never this strong. I was never this fast. There's something wrong." Um, who haven't we seen? Mad Hatter. That's the thing. I want what the evolution of an old Batman character would become. So, I mean, the Joker gang makes sense as, like, what what would, you know, Chaos Incarnate become? Yeah. A whole bunch of crazy people working together um, to make, you know, Gotham just generally unsafer. But I, that's not good enough for a main villain. No. Even in Batman Returns, where, I mean, the Joker does come back, but... The other villain, the the uh, gang leader guy with the with the crocodile teeth or whatever, killer croc, the, the guy from the mutants gang. Oh, the mutant leader. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, that's not good enough. No, that's not. That's good enough. weak. No, like the Joker's gang is weak too. But that's a nice um, 
that's that's a nice side. That's environment. Yeah, it's environment. Yeah, yeah. That's what makes Gotham unsafe. What about Man Bat? Man Bat. Not not in a world where Batman can fly. Clayface. I like Clayface. I like Clayface a lot. We talked about Clayface a little. Yeah, that was our uh, off the. Um, what what Batman villain would survive past? Um, would survive past Batman's, you know, elderly years? Slade Wilson. You could bring him back as an aging assassin. He's already kind of an aging. He's assassin. got a kid. Does he have a kid? You could have Killer Croc, but he's mutated to yeah. become even bigger. Oh, that'd be interesting. Yeah, so like he's become more savage, more primal. He's been living under Gotham in the sewer could system. Could you do Poison Ivy in the future? I think you could do Poison Ivy without aging her because she's a plant. Then let's let's have her then. I would love to do Poison as, Ivy as the villain. I would do. I would definitely do Poison Ivy. Do you think this is a movie that could do a double villain? Well, but, well who who would the villain? What would that be? Who would you have else too? I don't know. I don't know who uh, I could pair. I with like Poison idea Ivy. for. I got an idea for about Poison Ivy. Hit me. Okay, say Bruce defeated her. Mm-hmm. Uh, she disappeared somehow. Sure. And then it took a long time, but she kind of like rebirth. You know how she's like all about plants and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she just she grows back. She grows back or something. I know this is kind of crazy, but something because if she's not aging. She's still fucking hot. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, she would be. Um, I could see her even say Batman, young Batman, mm-hmm. it'll be in a flashback, does something to Poison Ivy that kind of unhumans her so that she's more plant than anything else. Okay. Um, and say that kind of plant essence has been in Gotham this entire time, biding its time, waiting. Until some catalyst happens that it returns itself to Poison Ivy. Okay. So say all of what Poison Ivy is, which is still pretty vague. I yeah. mean, she's got plant powers and is kind of is a she plant. green? Making her green? Uh, I would at least I would go aloe pale. Okay. Um, with green uh, veins. All right. Um, and still hot, leggy, preferably leggy. Uh, so I would. <sighs> Batman beats her. She kind of returns to the earth, but she's not actually gone. She's been infecting everything. Oh, that's the happening. Shit. That's the happening. Trees kill people. Uh, well, Fuck. She kills people. She kills Fuck. people with flowers and shit. She controls men with shit. Remember like in the Arkham games? Okay. I don't, I, that's a long who can who can incorporate into something? I like the idea of the Joker gang, but I want we need we need something we need a big baddie. Professor Crane starts working for the government. Okay, is he cured? I would say supposedly, or just hired by a very corrupt regime. Okay. And he gets into the Food and Drug Administration, and or whatever, and ends up dying. Like like, no, he doesn't get into government. He gets he works for Fox. Okay, Fox's son. 
and they work in the pharmaceuticals. And the pills they start giving out are making people, are basically the fear toxin. Oh. But it's in pill form. Um, and it's it's prescribed by doctors, you know. Yeah. Like the opioid epidemic. And it gets into the basic everyone. Yeah. They don't know it's crane, though. And that's the mystery. They oh. have to figure out where is this coming from. And that'll give us some fun world's greatest detective stuff. That could it's, even be... It could, Terry could learn to become a detective. That could be a B story. Yeah. Where that's what Bruce is working on. Kind of like what's in these pills. Yeah. But that's what Bruce is working on while Terry is learning to be the Batman. Yeah. Fuck, Bruce could be taking the pills. Oh, that's a nice twist. What a twist. That's what's in his heart medication. Fuck. That's good. It's in everything, but in small doses. And yeah. it gets to a certain point where you take enough of it, it stores up. It starts up. freaking it out. It stores up, and then it becomes the fear toxin. That's pretty or good. Or combined with different things. That's Batman. 89. If you combine certain, like, deodorant and perfume. Well, so you gotta, you gotta, take, the you gotta take inspiration from somewhere. That's fine. But yeah, and that would be Terry's moment where he has to... If Bruce Wayne, if Bruce is not around, that's Terry's, you know, low moment where mm-hmm. he has to take charge and deal with things himself. All right, but that would be an interesting B story. Well, you know what would be interesting is if Batman never really vanquished all these villains he thought he had. That they're still just kicking around. They're still kicking around. They're just different because they changed in a way that Batman could not. Well, you also got to think though, when Batman's fighting these guys, they're already old. That's true. So the penguin's got to be croaked. He's got to be dead. I'd say the penguin's dead, but I think penguins, you know, mafia business would absolutely still be around. The iceberg around? Oh, yeah. It would just be under someone else. Yeah. So what I want to see is how the old villains have evolved. All right. So if... I'm going to say Two-Face is still alive. I'd say Two-Face, yeah, absolutely. Black Mask could maybe take over for him, just make Black Mask, you know, younger. Yeah, the black mask can be whoever. Um, I would. Shit, so, dude, you could do the red hood. Oh, fuck! You could do red hood. Shit, you could do red hood. Like you don't need the Jason Todd red hood. You because be, you, yeah, right now he's not even introduced. No, you don't even. This is just some like offshoot, whatever mm-hmm. movie. You could do the red hood as like another villain. I want to. Like make, he's leading the Joker's. Yeah. I want to make this movie about Batman's inability to evolve in the way that crime has evolved. So Batman, the current Batman, as we know him, punches bad guys uh, and throws them in jail. So what can crime do to avoid getting punched in the face by a guy Mm -hmm. in a bat suit and ending up in jail? So I would like to see how crime in general and our villains change... In a way that Batman can't. Because if Batman's still trying to be Batman when he's 60, to the point where, like, his heart is going to explode (sighs) because of it. That sucks. That means Batman's unable to change what he is and what he does. And I think that's... That's that's the movie. Batman's a pretty stagnant character. Yeah. So, for him to, one, change enough into more of a father figure, uh, as an advisory figure... For Terry, even though, you know, I mean, for Robin and whatnot, but they were sidekicks. Terry's taking over. Oh, yeah, Terry's taking over. I mean, there's a big difference between 
What? What, Steve? Don't you look at me like that. You know who you can introduce into this movie? Who? What the fuck was her name from The Dark Knight Rises? Carrie. Oh, Carrie Kelly. Carrie, introduce her. You could do Carrie Kelly. She doesn't need to be Robin, but you you see her, though. She could be a district attorney. Oh, fuck. She could have taken over for Harvey. Oh, I like that. Okay, make her older, because she would be older, because he could still be Batman when it was The Dark Knight Returns. No, 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 no. Dark Knight Returns. Our, this didn't happen. This Dark didn't Knight, happen. You could still put Carrie. That's Kelly what I'm getting in. at. You yeah, could yeah, put yeah. her in there. I absolutely. I'd put her. She would definitely at least work in some kind of crime fighting yeah. thing. I don't think she'd become Robin. No, I, I say. Think if nothing else, you could make her just like a big oh, fangirl. She, she could be that, or she could be the female version of Bullock. Yeah, fuck yeah, fuck yeah. She just works for the force. Yeah, she can, be, she can replace Montoya. Yeah, because you got Barbara just Gordon. Got, yeah, yeah. She as worked. the commissioner. Sure. And then you've got this. She can just be a detective. Yeah. She could be like the one working the case where where she's just like, I don't need any vigilantes meddling there. in my but Eventually my she's shit. like, she gets over that. I would do Barbara Gordon. And you know Barbara would recognize a Batman yeah. running around? So she would go to the Batcave and confront Immediately. them. Immediately. Well, this guy happened in the movie. Yeah, and I think by the end of it, they're putting up a new Bat signal. Oh, yeah. But it's red. I like that. Um. Yeah, by the end they're putting up a new... Alright, let's break this down by beats. How are we starting this movie? Terry McGinnis in school, kind of establishing, establishing what kind character. of guy he is. Yeah. Kind of, you know, McGinnis, you're flunking math class. And he's like, but I got to play sports um, or whatever. Oh, by the way, Michael B. Jordan's like 30. Just just beef him down. Just beef down. Okay. Just right. be like, don't hit the gym for a few months. All right. So. All right. All right. <laughs> yes, he is. So is James Vanderbeek. Um, <laughs> That's true. James fucking Vanderbeek. So we'll, we'll we'll figure this out. We'll figure this out. So, whatever. Boring high school stuff. I think I would put him at a lower social class so that he is susceptible to being pulled into these Joker gangs yeah. and street toughs and things like that. And I think that would also be when he hooks up with Bruce Wayne, that might be a reason his parents are willing to let him go hang out with an elderly recluse. Because he's got some cash. He got he got a job taken care of. He's got the Stark internship. He's, yeah, he's got he's the Wayne internship. The Wayne internship. And he's like, nah, I just help him out around the house, you know, cleaning up things, you know, helping him up the stairs and stuff. Meanwhile, he's still kicking some ass with that cane. So we, we'll say our inciting incident is, you know, this old man's getting his ass kicked. Can't keep doing it. And, and uh, um, I'll put that in a flashback. The actual him, Batman, I can't do it anymore. Yeah. I put that in a, in a story. All right. You want to do open that? You want to open the movie that way? Fuck. I no. Would... I want to I open it kind of like Spider-Man where he's so we he's see... a high school thing. Okay. And then I would do his, like, the, the first turn, the inciting incident would be Terry helping out Bruce while Bruce is, like, getting his ass beat by some Joker gang. All right. That works. Like, like he's like, 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 we'll say, oh, no. You know what it is? He, how about Bruce is investigating the Joker's gang and gets too close? I think he might be. I think he's trying to pretend to be kind of an old man and just keep an eye on him. But I think Terry's getting jumped into the Joker gang. I think oh, he's, he's trying to get like, he's getting initiated, initiated into the Joker gang, and then oh, they're nice. like, "You got to go beat up that old guy." 
And he refuses. And he's like, oh, I don't know about that. And they're like, well, if you don't, we will. And they go to beat him up. And, and you know, I bet Bruce with a cane is going to, you know, oh, it's he, full he, of he, lead. He's, he's going to beat you know, a he, little he, ass. He's, he's defending himself to a point. And then he find, his heart, like, oh yeah, out, And oh, then yeah. Terry goes saves him. And Terry goes saves him. Takes him back to Wayne Manor. And he's like, who are you, dude? Because he doesn't know who Wayne is. He yeah. knows Wayne Industries, but he doesn't know who Bruce Wayne is. And then and you start finding out. Yeah, and that's when, you know, you, you get into the Batman stuff. All right, all right. That I would like be that. my first act. And then second act is we're introducing. There's got to be some uh, some villainous villain. attack. There's something. So we going with Scarecrow or Poison Ivy? I like them both. I would fucking. They could be working together. They can be working together. Because you could be using her plants to help. The poisons, poison, they yeah. go together. All right, we'll do that. We'll do that. Oh, you know what it should be? Mm-hmm. Um, Crane's got some kind of plant, and they're trying to figure out what it is that he's extracting it from. Turns out the plant is actually poison ivy. Oh, fuck, this amazing twist. So so they're like, we know Crane's behind this, yeah. and he's working for Fox Industries, uh, Fox Pharmaceuticals, Okay, which is the reason they that original Fox broke off, because Bruce didn't believe in pharmaceuticals. Um which is established in Batman Returns. Um, no, it, uh, so that's why Fox breaks off. Uh, they find out Crane's working. They're like, I'm sure Crane's behind it. Yeah. They beat the shit out of Crane, and they're like, what's your secret, guy back up? And you... Or Terry does. And then you go in this room, and you see her, like... She could even be, like, frozen or something. She could be. She... she could be, you know, contained. Yeah. And, and they're taking it from her by force. And then Terry's like, I gotta let that woman out. And he does. And then you find out who but she is. But it's Poison Ivy, yep. and she wants revenge. She goes ape shit. I think the end of it's going to have to be, you know, Terry's, Terry's Poison Ivy fighting Poison Ivy. And you know Bruce has got to walk out there and be like, Ivy, he's got it out. He's got to have some, like, fucking plant thing. He's got to put try to put the suit back on. Yeah. And go out there with, like, a flamethrower. He, goes, he, puts out, on the he goes out and helps. He tries to put on the mech. All right, all right, all right. It's got a flamethrower. All right, guys. And think... a chainsaw. Fuck, dude. All right, all right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I all right, well, I think, I think that's Batman Beyond there. I think that's Batman Beyond. I mean, if we come up with more, we'll definitely we'll let, let you know. know. I don't think we can top that Mr. Freeze movie. <sighs> We're talking about that Clayface movie. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that more, and maybe we'll bring that onto the show next time. Maybe next time. All right. All right, guys. Uh, Taylor, you got anything else? Uh, don't forget to rate and subscribe and follow us on Instagram at top5 underscore podcast. That's top the number 5 underscore podcast. Don't sleep on our new show on the network, All Things Ethical. Uh, and we'll be back with a uh, regular old top five next week. We've got a fun season for top five. We've got some returning guests. We've got some new guests. It's going to be a good time. All right, guys. Um, you guys stay frosty. and. Thank you.